This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hide your daughters and lock up your wives. The Superhouse Boys are out tonight. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of the Superhouse Podcast. This is Andrew coming in from Los Angeles. This is James coming in from Los Angeles. This is Johnson from Riga, Latvia. This is Stefan in Denver. And uh, we're coming back at you again, um, hot off that previous track that uh, Adam Carolla came in on and uh, basically helped our, our, our ratings out or whatever a little bit. And... Uh, <laughs> We got a little bit, um, not into like the thousands or whatever yet, but uh, things are getting better. Um, I was wondering, like, we're about a week after the fact. Uh, how do you guys feel about like <laughs> the call? I thought it went great. I mean, it was great. he was a cool guy. He talked to us like we're just a couple yeah. of dudes. It was, it was it was like it was great and like exactly what you expect when you hear like his name or something like yeah it was just like like his beer he was talking about he is just the endless rant you know like he just kept going <laughs> on and any question you had was just fuel for the fire it wasn't like it was oh really yeah fun. yeah i knew he was the kind of guy if you set him up he'd knock him down yeah yeah so, definitely definitely I, I think the dynamic between you two was pretty fun to the, yeah. the superhero question, man, that shit fucking killed me. Oh my god, <laughs> he destroyed our asses, man. I started, <laughs> I started to feel like, oh my god, dude, I'm questioning my life right now. I'm questioning uh, <laughs> this podcast, like yeah, everything. I knew it was gonna go that way on that question. <laughs> I, I did too. And remember when we were like uh, waiting on him to call? I said like, hey, on this question, he might give us some shit, but just run <laughs> with it. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he's a his uh, his the picture he painted of like the new man show was just spot on. <laughs> God, <laughs> was that was so that was so good. Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> and Chaz Bono hosting. Uh, yeah, crying, yeah. crying Indians on trampoline. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he was doing all that while he was driving. Like it, it was crazy. <laughs> like he he was really on point with everything. That's talent, Corolla. Man. <laughs> yeah. <he> answered. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm glad yeah. he said his full name. Yeah, right at the beginning as well. And we, like Johnson and I, were so fucking nervous talking to him. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, after yeah. he finishes a rant, we're like, uh, we got like another question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I felt like. Yeah, it's like Beavis and Butthead interviewing Guar. That's that's kind of what it was like. <laughs> No, you yeah. guys handled it well, man. You guys bounced mm -hmm. off of one another pretty good. And, and it really, you just like, you made the most of that 20 minutes or whatever. Sure. Just like, let the man talk. Like, just let him fucking, just feed him, feed him like soft pitches and like let him whack him out the park. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I wasn't gonna like try to talk over Adam Carolla. There's no yeah. way. You Fuck should have been no, like, no, no, no. Superheroes are <laughs> yeah. great. <laughs> oh man, yeah. He's definitely not into that kind of stuff. But it's uh, about a modern whatever. mythology, Adam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Superman is Zeus. Yeah. He, goes, he, goes, he goes, I like beer and pussy and racing vintage cars. Ah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, that's, I, can, I can get down with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But superheroes no, no. are great, too. <laughs> I mean, we talk about beer and pussy all the time, too. We're talking about drinking. Yeah. And Johnson talks about a sex story every episode, or he used to. <laughs> So we got two out of three, man. We're talking about Duff Beer and the Black Widow. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> talking about banging chicks every episode. Yeah. But Andrew, let me ask you, did uh like in the moment, did it feel like you were talking to Adam Carolla or did it feel like to me it felt like I was listening to his podcast and I could like interact every little few minutes. Yeah, know, there's, a, there's a disconnect. In a way. Yeah, it was. It was surreal in that way. It's like, yeah. like you said, it's like a podcast you're interacting with. Yeah. Like it was, God, it was unbelievable, man. Yeah. It's yeah. like that's his voice, and he's talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been like Adam Carolla. What do we do with our lives? <laughs> he's like, don't watch Star Wars, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get over fucking laser beams and spaceships and Scooby Doo and whatever that shit is. He equated, he equated all nerd shit of all time to Ninjago. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, what was Ninjago again? Like, the, it's totally a Lego. It's, it's a, a Lego oh, shit. Yeah, it's a Lego like, brand. It's really not his shit if it's if it all feels like that to him. Like Were those like Mega Blocks or something? No, it's a no. Lego brand. Yeah. It's a, it's a Lego product. It's a Lego it's a ninja Lego thing that they got going yeah. on. There's even cartoons and shit about it. Yeah. Oh, this is all franchise. shit after my time, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I do understand what he's saying. Like, sometimes there's conversations people have where it's like, oh, this dude could totally kill this dude and this dude. But it's like, they're not real people. I mean, I understand people are invested in it, but, you know. Yeah, but there's always, like, a time and place for that stuff. Yeah, right. right. Way, way too into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love all this shit, too. It's like Star Wars and comics and stuff. I hate when you're... It's like, you know, how, when to, like... Maybe bring it out in a huge way in public. Maybe not so much. <laughs> right. But it's like, but you can still enjoy that stuff. But like, you know, know when to reel yourself in if it's getting a bit too much. Yeah, time and place, especially that is not something you talk about at the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's not some shit you bring up. But you like, I hate when you're, get... yeah. you're in the uh, bar but... or something with girls around, and you're like. And then in a conversation about superheroes inadvertently pops off or you start talking about Star Wars. And it's like politics sometimes. You're just like, oh, shit, now we're in this. Now we got to fucking talk yeah. about this. It's like, shut up, shut what up. Are your, what are your feelings on the Superhero Registration Act? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. It's Can I buy you another Bacardi? Mm-hmm. That shit's <laughs> pussy repellent, man. Yeah, that, that and video games, man. That shit will dry up you real quick. You got to be careful. You're like, yo, man, let's... 
It really depends here. on who you're talking to, though. Like, yeah. uh, all last week, my girlfriend was in Texas uh, for work, and, you know, we watch Game of Thrones, we watch Marvel movies and stuff, and people in Texas are, their office, they have, like, oh, so you like the Star Wars or something, or, like, <laughs> no one watches Game of Thrones. It's like, isn't that, like, a big thing where everyone watches that? And, like, no one had no yeah. idea what's going on. It's just we interesting seeing, like, yeah, from California to Texas like just the environments that she works in like she works more with like the um engineers and uh more uh design department and stuff where they're constantly talking about you know the the stuff we usually do but when she went to the corporate office in texas they're like she showed photos of how people like dress up their uh, it's, uh their offices and stuff and, and they see like two photos of like Star Wars posters, and they're like, "Oh, so you're really into Star Wars?" It's like, that's <laughs> just two photos. It's like, okay. <laughs> so it's just interesting, like seeing that from just people, even all over the country, like how much certain groups are into it, or like just don't quite understand why others are. It's plus talking about like who could beat who. Like you got like Stan Lee admitting that they, if they had like a versus issue, they would end it ambiguously because they wanted the fans to argue it forever. Oh yeah, like, like they it's did just... that years ago, and it just they eventually just all came together or something, right? I mean, it's these are like he said. Like I agree with like it's fake people that don't exist, and like dudes, mainly dudes, write this stuff and. They're going to change the elements to fit their narrative, so... People, yeah, people act like they're real people. Like, you know, Batman would definitely beat Superman. Superman would like, definitely beat Batman. It's like... You guys are going to be arguing about this forever. It's, it's whoever the yeah. fuck is writing it. That's who's going to win. Right. <laughs> who's going to make who win. Exactly. <laughs> well, pretty much the guy that can lift a mountain is going to beat anybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't care how rich and talented... Bruce Wayne is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's my piece on it. <laughs> there is something to be said about what Stefan said jokingly about it being like the modern mythology because if you look at like the Odyssey or. Oh, sure. Or, you know, like DC copies Greek mythology a lot, like the Flash is Hermes yeah. and mm-hmm. Wonder Woman especially is uh, Athena and then Superman's Zeus or whatever. Batman's well, Hades. Any but story, any story that we, sorry, they're cop, they're copying these ideas, and I think it's that's human nature to a certain degree to write yeah. stories with people with crazy abilities. Mm-hmm. It's like a like the mythologies that we create are like survival mechanisms to navigate reality, you know, and and pretty much every story that we take in in the West is like the monomyth kind of narrative you know it's from ancient sumeria to fucking the matrix it's like the same the same beats the same thematic elements that have to do with human survival or the human experience within the west that's why the other mythologies are so vastly different and um i think it has to do with region and shit and so we have these all-american superheroes like batman and superman and you know they defined what the country stood for for a long time in so many ways all these different characters and now, now that the times are changing and the country is changing and the world is changing in such a, in the information age at such a fast pace, like these mythologies are starting to manifest themselves in a somewhat real way. So when you have these arguments about who would beat who or what, you know, what decision or what 
where those memes are going, <coughs> then you start to diminish like it's it's the way that certain people perceive what's going on in the world around them, and and that's the reflection of it. So now we got like all these great uh, Boy Scout heroes like Captain America and Superman who are turned into villains um, because our understanding of that type of image, like the hero cop for the fucking soldier battling for our freedom like we know that's not true anymore so our heroes are the punisher and daredevil anti-heroes you know what i mean we're starting to see things on more ground level that way i think to me it, it i i kind of agree because i think that the the millennials i mean i know we're late on millennials here but like early millennials or whatever it seems like they're much more uh into those like darker realistic heroes than yeah. probably people from more our age because you can't get Superman to work, you know, you can't get him to be, he's not Christopher Reeve anymore, he's not that, he's not the embodiment of that. That time, yeah, that time was largely over, but uh, that's, that's okay, I guess. To me, it was, you know, it is about the fighting and shit to a certain degree, of course I want to see this person fight this other person, but s comics to a large degree can... Um, be a good area to discuss like large themes and every every issue every uh, medium can but um, like it's the way Grant Morrison issue. like Grant Morrison writes or uh, Mark Wade or somebody like that like they're not just writing people in capes like there's real deep ideas there if you if you like that kind of stuff you'll you'll probably catch yeah. on to it Definitely. Mm. okay what about Mario <laughs> Mario doesn't have those kind of stories, though. <laughs> What's the, explain Mario to me. What's the deeper meaning? I didn't say Mario had one. I don't think I Mario. Don't say, I, don't I don't. I don't think Mario has one. I think we could come up with one. Pretty it's easy. a challenge. That's what it is. <laughs> didn't they try to do that with John Leguizamo? Oh yeah, God. Right. Yeah. No, some, I some things. Some things are there, are there for certain. Like that's like hand-eye coordination. Super Mario and Pac-Man and all that shit. The bir the, the There's birth no meaning to it. It's, the birth thing again. it's not that necessarily oh, everything shit. has to have meaning, meaning, but realizing the significance of certain things and not writing them off. Well, it's the limitation like, of the technology in the games at the time. Yeah. I mean, the games like, were just... Right, but look whatever. how much they expressed graphically yeah. and how, sure. how legendary that game has become. Exactly. I mean, like, look at our new cover image on our Facebook, everybody. <laughs> and Rachel, y'all gotta step y'all game up. Johnson's calling <laughs> out, calling him out. Yeah. Step up your image game. <laughs> Johnson, thank you for doing that, by the way. Yeah, I just saw it. It looks great. Cool. Yeah, it looks fucking awesome. I do. I do not think there's any meaning whatsoever yeah. in, in Mario. There are some meaning in some video games, but. Like if you if you look at like the first superhero like Superman like you have a character that's made by two Jews Jewish teenagers from <laughs> from uh, Ohio and uh, you know you have like a Moses story analogy where instead of a, a a basket down the Nile he's sent in a spaceship and then he's uh, becomes a hero to save his people being raised by adoptive parents so there's definitely it's like Moses meets Hercules basically. So it has it has like those things going for it. The but, significance, uh, the significance in games or comics or whatever doesn't necessarily have to be about what like adult-oriented themes are being approached or what 
um, big ideas are being dissected a lot of uh, a lot of the time it can be about just the experience like think about games like shadow of the colossus or ico you know like the meaning behind those stories isn't in the forefront as much as the experience of that um you know that simulation of like uh humanity as well as it can be simulated i guess or or for like shadow of the colossus like the loneliness that you experience in that place and then battling these creatures that you know nothing about. It's like our, your imagination fills in the gaps. It does the heavy lifting. And that's the importance, I think, personally, of stimulating things through these mythologies and through these characters and stuff like that. That's why we love it so much. And like our collection of movies and comics and shit is so vibrant and bold because it, it like stimulates those, you know, it's like, you yeah, know, it was like Night Trap. It was all about way. the experience of raping yeah. a girl coming into a house in the middle of the night. Interesting, <laughs> interesting angle. And to raping approach. her. Wait, n- Night Trap? Well, you were trying to stop zomb- uh, vampires from raping a girl, or no? That's like a, that uh, I don't think I, I never actually played it. I just heard it. W- it was like uh, one of those Sega CD like live action games. Like you were like a footage. security guard or something, like watching uh, live feed yeah. where you're trying to like prevent some guys coming in and murdering these girls <laughs> or something. I dude, I played that on emulator a, a while back because it's oh, known yeah. to be one of the most like cult classic Sega CD games, and it's just not good. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just does not play with terrible. Well. Most of the themes are. <laughs> God awful. I'm gonna pull yeah. a major a major nerd nerd card here, but uh, they were called FMV games, full motion video. Oh, you remember when? Do you remember when you were talking to your friends about like PlayStation One games and shit, and talking about does it have FMV in it? Does that? Yeah. Like like yes. Final yes. Fantasy VII came out. It's like there's so much FMV, and you wanted to see the cutscenes. <laughs> you know, like now yeah. you play games where you want a seamless experience because of the processing power or whatever. But like. Back then, you wanted to see those fucking cinematic cutscenes because that was like, yeah. that was the first time we got CG in an abundance. Terrible uh, like, game acting too. Like yeah. when they cut, when they cut to like the actors <laughs> yeah. trying. There's a, great, like, there's a great video on YouTube about like the like the tragic and sad uh, post careers of video game or CD-ROM acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, actors, <laughs> if you look it up, and some of the people from Night Trap and some of those other like point-and-click CD-ROM games just have had horrible lives after this. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like the porn, it's like the porn inner inner interludes without any of the sex, you know. And, <laughs> oh my god! And you're, and you're playing to control that somehow. You know, you're paying to. <laughs> yeah, those games were awful. They were just like you just point and shoot shit. Yeah, but but nobody had any idea at that point what they would end up becoming, you know, or where that was going. Yeah. And now it's like, once virtual Those reality actors... hits, dude, your fucking grandma's gonna be playing that shit, you know, walking through a a garden she's tending to in her virtual reality, you know, like. Yeah. The, Those actors were probably like told, "Oh, this is like the big new thing. It's like interactive <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. It's like this is gonna just launch off, and your careers are gonna go through the roof." And it's just like. It was subpar soap opera kind of shot. You look at them now, it's like porn, 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 dead, porn, arrested, convicted, porn. Oof. 
You guys ever heard of that Pin and Teller game that was never yeah. released? Yeah. The one with the, the desert bus where you drive oh, a bus that, in real time to from Tucson to Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is nuts, man. And you can't like set like something on the button to keep you going. No, because no, it'll know that veers to the left the entire yeah. time. And if you yeah. run off the road, you get towed back in real time. <laughs> You should watch it up, but there's someone that does a yearly charity event where they like play the game for a week straight, and you know they raise tons of money. That's right. That's fucking awesome. You're a hero guy, whoever you are. Dude, let me tell you, I think it's incredibly weird that we all knew that and into in in great detail. I mean, it's one of those, like, video game trivia when you look up, like, what's the weirdest game ever made? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, comes up. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. Called, uh, Desert Bus for Hope. Uh, yeah. For people that want to look that up. But, yeah, every year they do, like, that for, like, almost a week long and just play that game. They even had, like, I think, uh, Penn or Teller, one of them, like, t- uh, come in or talk with them or something. And it's just like, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it, man. Unbelievable! It's Angry yeah. Video Game Nerd covered that, right? Like a bunch of them. I think it's done by the Loading Ready uh, Run guys. You know, uh, they say Sonic CD is the best Sonic game, though, like of all time. Yeah. Yeah, people really? people yeah. say that because mm-hmm. you can you go back and forward in time and shit on it. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Johnson's it's not as fun as the other ones though. Uh wait, your favorite is Sonic Two? Uh two or Sonic and Knuckles. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sonic and Knuckles was awesome. That's great, yeah. Well that and being able to attach Sonic three to it. Yeah. Know, being a kid yeah. and seeing that stuff work that way, you know, the characters mind. transferring them over. I, mean, I forgot about solid that. Solid gameplay and the music's really good, the design's all great. It's just great. Pinnacle of Genesis, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sonic was the best. It sucks that they haven't been able to translate Sonic games into the next-gen systems. Yeah, uh, none, of the, well. none of the new ones have been good. Like, the even the ones on, like, Game Boy Advance, it's not the same. Yeah. It's just they haven't captured it. Yeah. You have to figure out... Here's, here you go, Sega. You have to figure out how to turn that constant movement... Um, Take it off the rails and and put it into a sandbox. If you had a sandbox of Sonic where you could be a, like really fast through all these crazy stages, I feel like they've really all they've done is put you in the third person of Sonic in two dimensional levels. They haven't really translated the levels, the terrain to three dimensions. Mm-hmm. I guess. Well, it's just the, get on the, it, James. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> nah. Well, Are you talking about to... the 3D ones or the 2D ones? I'm talking about like talking about the like... new 2D versions. Right. Well, I was talking more about like the new 3D versions. They've tried to relaunch Sonic yeah. in a 3D realm it like three times yeah. now. It doesn't. But uh, you know, it, you'd have to. That's another one where it have. It's but like even the new be... 2D, like uh, what I what I was saying with the new, if you played any of the new ones on Game Boy Advance, well, not yeah. new anymore, but you know, later ones, it's just yeah, it's just I can't yeah. put my finger on it, but it's just not at all the same. I played yeah. that this week, Johnson. Oh really? Yeah. Sonic Advance. Yeah, I liked it pretty think? much. I think it's mostly good. It's it is different, like you say, but I do yeah. I do like it. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, for a Game Boy Advance game, it's decent, but for a Sonic game, it just doesn't quite live up to 
Sonic 2 or Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic yeah. 3. Either. I don't think they're ever going to get that again. They did, nah, didn't they do uh, right. Sonic 4? Like, the, uh, like they, more oh, for mobile, yeah. Be, yeah. yeah. Well, there was a Sonic 4, and it was going to be episodic, and they never got past, like, episode 1. What? Like, just crashed. <laughs> oh, down. my God. Dude, holy shit. Uh, yeah. Poor, then like, they did, Sonic like, Sonic cursed. Generations, and then <laughs> Black Knight, then... There's like a bunch of others in the most Remember recent when they thing, did Sonic that, Boom. It was that fucking like, Devil May Cry so, Sonic game with the... Werewolf. Was, yeah. It had the, yeah, it had that like black Sonic looking character. Uh, yeah. yeah. I could have <laughs> used a whole lot more of that, by the way. The, the fucking Super Sonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More, more upgrades. More upgrades. Like, Mario <laughs> always had the suits, you know? Like, those are so fun. Mm, right. Yeah, maybe, yeah. They never explored too much of... Well, had... Sonic, Sonic, you had the shields. You had the different shields. Yeah. You had, like, fire yeah. shield, an electric <laughs> shield, a bubble shield. True, true. Yeah. They should give him a katana, and you should be able to run through... <laughs> The ori- all the original <laughs> games and just slash your way through all the fucking enemies, <laughs> all the fucking bullshit. Just like I'll fuck this shit, kill them all. <laughs> I think it's not just turned to Shinobi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. No, yeah, just but like there's no Sonic lives, Shinobi. There's no, yeah. there's no anything. You just tap the fuck out of that button for like 20 minutes and you beat all three games. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> you run straight through. And there's blood and guts everywhere, and Sonic is king again, and fuck Mario. <laughs> well, oh my god, speaking of Mario hater. Guts, uh, I like one Mario. game that came out that's really good and translated really well in modern days, the new Doom. That yeah, game my, is fucking phenomenal. Nice. My brother has been talking about that non-stop, and <laughs> I'm just coming back from a vacation and I'm poor, so <laughs> I'm going to buy that in Uncharted on my payday. But yeah. I just haven't gotten it yet. The game it has been incredible. I'm still only like halfway, three quarters of the way through. But right. it's uh, like, you know, basically uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare kind of like reimagined shooters uh, for a while. But that like has a different type of gameplay where it's, you know, you're reloading, hiding behind cover and going out and taking out guys and pushing forward. Doom is just all fuck that shit. We're going back <laughs> old school. No reloading. There's no sprint button because you're ru- already running at like 50 miles an hour. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and you're just, the whole nice. combat scenarios is run up, shoot these guys in the face as much as you can, and then do melee kills to get your health back. <laughs> like there's no regenerating health. It's all about getting health packs if they're around, but most of the time it's pulling off melee kills on enemies. And then if you need more ammo, take out the chainsaw, cut cut a guy out <laughs> now you got some ammo <laughs> then you're starting that cycle over again and like every time i'm playing i always have a huge smile on my face that and the fucking music is awesome as hell they have a composer mick gordon who did uh, uh the more recent killer instinct and the new wolfenstein that came out and it's in- incredible i definitely recommend like even cool. just going to youtube and listening to those tracks he was talking it, about, uh, re, uh, there's a short documentary that he has out on his YouTube about redoing uh, some of the music, like E1M1, that famous, iconic uh, riff from the first level of the game. He talked about getting a nine-string guitar just to be able to uh, create like a deeper sound off of that rift, and cool. it's awesome. Deeper off the roof. It looks metal as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's your metal album, James. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. It sucks because I wanted to be looking forward to Uncharted 4 the most, but that game, everybody's been talking about that more. <laughs> I feel like when I finally do get a PlayStation, there's already going to be like a bunch of good games just to play through at this point. It's like I didn't, I wasn't able to get on to it as it came out and as some of these newer titles. And it's still so new that, like, you know, games you heard that were coming out around launch are now starting to finally come out. And uh, I don't know what I was getting at. Yeah. You should get a PS4, bro. I know. Yeah. I will. It's going to be another price drop at some point. Yeah, yeah definitely I wait till after E3. Because, yeah. like, there were those rumors we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh, that they're, I think even Microsoft announced some things that yeah. there's going to be a new Xbox Slim this year, and then next year they're doing uh, something else similar to, like, what Sony's doing with the, the rumored Neo and yeah. stuff, so I definitely, I wanna, like, wait till E3. I want a PlayStation backpack with Sony VR that I can <laughs> walk around with a controller. <laughs> oh, my would, God. And that's how I would live from <laughs> from then on. <laughs> Fucking walking into walls and shit. I'd be like a real life uh, NPC from GTA. The whole like, <laughs> once that VR shit meets Warcraft we addiction, done. Done. like the kind of addiction people have with Warcraft, <laughs> people are, we're not gonna see like a part of the population. What are they gonna do? Like, with them? they're gonna turn them into energy. <laughs> Holy shit! It's the Matrix, bro. The corporations yep. are mine. It's not robots, dude. The corporations are mining energy from people. They found sustainable mm -hmm. energy. Give them virtual reality. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> Look at this place. <laughs> dude, that is the craziest conspiracy theory I've ever heard in my life. Man, I... <laughs> that one only took me two minutes. Well, you did a good job. More of that come from. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, we're talking about the Game Boy Advance. I didn't have one at that time. I never had one, and I've been emulating them lately. That was a fucking awesome system. I've been playing that fucking Minuet of Dawn, Castlevania. Oh, yeah. That shit yeah, is I great, got, dude. I got the emulator on my phone. It's great. I just play Game Boy Advance anywhere I want. Really? Holy yeah. shit. That's a good what are you playing? Uh, Game Boy Advance emulator on my phone. Well, what games? Oh, uh, mainly Advance Wars and Castlevania games. Like oh yeah. Is that is that a is that a um Android? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Android. Yeah, I don't know if they have it for iOS. That's the no, thing I like about an Android, I, man. You can get fucking anything. No, you can if you if you hack Android. it. Not even oh, yeah. Android's great. No, no, no. I mean like hack the uh, iPhone. Because oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the store, I have a droid tablet that I use for, for emulating all my shit. That's what I'm using to play my Game Boy Advance shit, but uh, I'm still more of an iPhone guy, ultimately. Do you, do you for, download for the ROMs the same way you would do on a computer? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Cool. Fuck yeah, dude. I didn't even think of that. I got this fucking phone in my pocket, and I'm like... What am I supposed to do while I'm at work? Yeah. <laughs> Stefan, where do you work, actually? I forgot. I work at a brunch restaurant called The Universal. It's kind of like a hip, uh, southern-y motorcycle brunch <laughs> restaurant. 
Um, Sounds weird. It's, it's fun. It's not weird. I didn't. I didn't give it this. It's just like it's like very Americana. Okay. Um, and and but like fun and hip. Uh, so, I serve there. I serve tables, and I work at another restaurant and make more money. <laughs> How solid are your plans to come to LA? Um. 90 no 85% to move 85% yeah so what what I'm what I have to do now so I'm in a roommate situation for a while I was just like coasting on one job um, but then I was like fuck this shit and I got another job and then the other well basically long story short um, I'm in a situation now where I'm like can start really thinking about doing whatever the hell I want pretty seriously Mm-hmm. So it's like I could travel, I could buy a car right now, and I could move to LA. My lease is up in September, or I could get a place of my own here um, for fairly cheap and stick around for a little while, save more money, then move out like six months. A um, lot of possibilities, basically, and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> cool. So you're actually saving some money. Yeah, exactly. And now it was like, you know, it was kind of like, like, get up and go, like, fuck this place. I'm just going to move out there and figure out what happens, like, let the chips fall where they may. But, but I'd rather figure it out in a better way, a smarter way, and, and be able to, like, get to a point where I'm like, all right, where do I want to go now? And if I can buy a car before that, I can take trips. And honestly, like remotely, like how we've been doing this, the podcasts and stuff and the way that Matt works, like the digital nomad stuff, it's like, it's kind of pretty much what we were trained for in school. Yeah. Wait, 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 trained for, to be a just digital nomad? Yeah. And how, well, to work digitally like, and you do yeah. everything we do can be translated yeah, I mean, and if basically, you, is digital. If, I mean, if you have a car and and an access to the internet somehow uh, through Wi-Fi or just a device, really, that can access Wi-Fi, you don't you don't really have to be anywhere, and you can be anywhere within like two weeks. You know, anyway, who knows? You're not gonna live in a car, are you? Huh? You're not gonna live in a car, are you? Live in a car. <laughs> You're breaking Wait, up a little bit, you- Stefan. I just heard car and internet access. Yeah, I'm getting uh, kind of internet <laughs> static as well. Yeah. So, for the listener, we do this podcast over Google Hangouts, and sometimes we have some problems. <laughs> That's how it happens. And, Stefan, you're still a little bit off. By the way, nobody wished me happy birthday, you dicks. Hey, I did, I did on the fucking messenger, man. I mean, on podcast. <laughs> Oh, happy birthday. Uh, yeah, happy oh, birthday, you. man. You yeah, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you were just here, but it's been two fucking years. Two years, yeah? It's crazy. Dude, we have that, that that picture of you at Yukaku here when you're 30. Oh, yeah, that's when I... Yeah, that's when I just got there. Yeah, you but weren't I, here for was, long. Yeah, but I, no, I was there through the winter, basically. You were, but still, like, I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, probably about a year and a half, probably. Yeah, since when you left, yeah. 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 You headed off in that truck into the sunset. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hit the truck in that time. Your dad's truck. Yeah, I sold it back to him. 
<laughs> you still smoke? If I'm drinking. Oh, okay. Mm, Remember, you like... were like, you had like buy a pack of cigarettes, or you were smoking at the time because you said I said like why, and you were like, well, the drive's boring. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, when I was driving, I was just bored as fuck, like nothing. <laughs> It's, That's funny. It's something, you know, I don't know, some kind of stimuli. For sure. Radio. Mm -hmm. or, and your, I mean, music. Your podcast, your pod, your iPod didn't work or whatever? Hmm? Did you not have like an iPod player auxiliary cable thing or? Yeah, I did. No, remember we used to listen to that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that little pod speaker type deal. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, actually. I, it wasn't until like I was studying Japanese for years that I realized that most people viewed it as like super duper hard. Sure. Like, I, I knew it was hard, but it seems like people view it as like fucking impossible, like a language from Mars type of thing. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just never thought about that because to me, growing up playing video games, watching some anime here and there, like Japanese is always around. Yeah. So I, I guess, like, maybe people in our generation or whatever, like, we view it as less um, alien, I guess. Sure. Well, I think most people, a lot of people just are just totally unaware. Like, Bill Burr, I mean, he obviously thought it sounded, like, tonal. <laughs> Chinese. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His impression is, like, Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one good thing about Japanese. It doesn't have any of that tonal shit. And... It's the opposite. It's, they speak flat. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally flat, right? Yeah. It's basically flat. If it wasn't for the kanji and the grammar, it would be a fairly easy language to pick up. It's like most people that uh, don't study language that much. Like, it's you, you really have no idea how different a language can be till you really yeah. get into it. Like, for example, the verb is always at the end in Japanese, and you never know how and why it changes. The way it is, like, it's... Like, what do you mean? Uh, you know, whenever you, you change the ending to mean different situations, like, you know, they don't say, like, will jump or, you know, I did... Like, it, it totally changes the suffix and everything, right? I mean, correct me, you're the expert. I mean, I'm just, from what little bit I know about it. Well, to go back, just to backtrack a little bit, like, instead of saying I went to school, the yeah. verb's in the middle, right? Went is sure. in the middle. In Japanese, oh, it's okay. it's I school went. Went. I thought you just changed like, at the, the end. end. Yeah, right, right. But it gets lumped onto the verb, right? It's kind of like a suffix, or no? Well, I don't know what you mean by suffix, but the like it's at the like end, like a suffix is. But it's the yeah, verb. The yeah, verb yeah. is literally at the end, like uh, I basketball like. Right, right. Yeah. Or uh, I computer bought. Sure. Yeah. Like that's that's the structure of Japanese. Totally. So uh, it's actually the most popular structure in the world. Um, English yeah. is actually a minority. Sure. Uh, but uh, like that part's different, and uh, they do conjugate the verb, but like there's no future tense in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have any, like, I will buy a car. That's why they always fuck it up in English. Like, they say, yeah, I buy right, right. I buy a car. Right, right, right. Because they just don't think like that. Yeah. 
You and have to say, like, I will buy it tomorrow or next year or something, right? Adding, like, tomorrow or something helps. And a lot of it's just, it's just like, a, you know it from context. Mm -hmm. yeah. People just figure it out. Sure. So, yeah, it's totally, it's totally fucking different. Yeah. It is hard, but I, I didn't realize that everybody else thought that. Like, I knew it was hard after I started studying it. But it seems like everybody else that hasn't studied it, like, it had that, like, air about it or whatever. Well, I mean, you know, it's just uh, European languages, we have a common base. That's a totally different language from the other side of the planet. And... Yes, it's, and it has, like, linguists can't figure out where it's from. Yeah. Like, there's, there's this, consp not conspiracy theory, but it's not upheld by most linguists. I've talked to a linguist about this, too, actually. A, a, a minor theory is that it's actually related to Korean and Turkish and Mongolian. Turkish? Turkish, for some fucking reason, is related in this category. Yeah. And uh, they even share some words, apparently. But the prevailing theory among legitimate, not legitimate, but like uh, mainstream scientists is that they call it a language isolate. It's not related to anything, and that's just how it goes. Anything anything that uh, seems similar to it, like Korean or Turkish or Mongolian, is purely coincidental. Sure. sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But Mongolian and Korean have the same sentence structure. Well, I mean, that's obvious. I mean, they're right there next to each other. They're basically cousins. <laughs> yes, yeah, especially Korean. Mongolian, I don't know how that happened. but Well, Mongolia is right above Korea, basically. Well, I mean, China is above Korea, but right above that. And what's weird, like, Chinese has totally different structure. Chinese is like English. Right, it's, yeah, but simple. <laughs> sub subject, verb, object. Yeah, it's like, I go store. Right. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. But the verb's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So, at least they have that. Sure. Latin was like Japanese. Latin has the verb at the end. A lot of, well, some European languages have that, like German and... Uh, German, it like... depends on the verb, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Yeah. Um, maybe more of the Eastern European, I would say. I don't Possibly. know, I'm not a language expert. Why am I talking about this? I don't know. It's good to speculate, though. <laughs> yeah. Some like some languages have a uh, verb, subject, object. Like went, I store. Went, I store. Oh wow! Like uh, the ga Gaelic. Oh yeah. Gaelic has this uh, and some other ones, and uh, the most the most rare version is the one that's opposite from English, which is object, verb, subject. To the store went I. Oh, God. <laughs> There's only a few, like, Amazonian languages that have this uh, structure. Yeah. It's like, it's like one, literally, like, around 1% of the, of the world. Mm. The world's languages, so. Yeah. That shit's nuts, man. I've spent a lot of time on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we all just learn English and get it over with? <laughs> Can every other country on the earth just forget their language? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen in our lifetime. I know, I know. 
but yeah as long as we choose one world language and we're lucky enough that it's english so we're yeah good yeah like i've seen like germans and japanese people talk oh totally in yeah in english to each other oh yeah like seen like it chinese and koreans talk to each other in english isn't that nuts man Or Japanese and Koreans talk in English to each other. That's like me and somebody from Mexico yeah speaking <laughs> yeah Japanese Chinese to each other, or Japanese. yeah Like going way roundabout away to, 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 to talk to each other. Indeed. James, do you ever study any languages? I just Spanish in high school and that's pretty much it How far did you get? enough to pass <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah it's like you know you're kind of right like English is technically like the most difficult language too because of all the different rules that we have but it's like any other language that you start to learn it's like oh like it's very simple things of how to remember how to do uh, the way that you say everything or just how certain words are said like you know in Spanish
Well, so like Singapore is, well, it's Sin, but it's it's the same kanji sh as Shin. Singapore, it's like new something. Yeah, it's all Chinese influence, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. I find that shit fascinating, man, because I just never thought it could be so different. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought every language was like the same as English, but had different, you just use different words. Right, right. It'd be great if that was the case. Like, where's the bathroom? Donde está el baño? Like, okay. Yeah. That's like, I get it. Like, I thought every language in the world was like that. <laughs> Until I started learning more about it. Even Spanish, man. Like, the verb conjugations. Like, one verb has, like, 50 different variations. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I think that, like, you shouldn't worry about this so much if you're trying to learn a language. You just, like... Sure, yeah. Just start speaking it and start fucking up and... Yeah. No, of course, of course. Just don't worry about it so much. I mean, you're not you're not gonna really learn it from a textbook anyway. It's a it's a good study device, but yeah, yeah. Just gotta get out there. I gotta keep telling myself all the time, like I'm never gonna be 100% fluent in Japanese, no matter how much I study. You know. What would you say is your fluency level at this point, like on a 100% scale? Hundred percent being like a native person. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Seventy, maybe. Seventy. All right. Cool. Seventy-five. Yeah. I don't think I think I'm gonna cap out around eighty, eighty-five. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like twelve years of pretty constant study, and like right now I'm kind of in a break. Mm -hmm. But uh, well, I'm not in a break though, because I've been doing translation work on the side. Mm. So, I'm always like uh, in contact with it but yeah it's it's definitely tough man and like even like when i was there like two weeks ago i was like complimenting this is gonna sound bad but like <laughs> you get kind of you get kind of like can't i just talk to you without you fucking saying like every person i talk to is like oh you're like the first uh, thing they say is like oh your japanese is good sure 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 like <laughs> Can we not bring up that I'm a foreigner every five seconds? <laughs> but it's just not it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And there's yeah. other other foreigners I met, like they've been living there for a while and they're like just tired of being treated as like a novelty. Sure. Like they just can't I don't know, like they, they well the older people especially, they they just don't see you as real, that's what it seems like. <laughs> You're uh yeah. Like, to them, English is just something in a textbook that they studied for a few years. Uh-huh. For most of them. And then something that they have to deal with when they see a movie, maybe. But oh, right. Like, other than that, like, that's it. Like, they don't really... It's hard to imagine a life that's not in English, but, like, they really do have one. Most of them. Sure. Sure. So. They have lives, really? <laughs> They're people... <laughs> well, that's not what I'm trying to say, but like, I'm trying to say like their their world's just totally different. No, 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 yeah. And language just plays a big part of that culture and shit too. But sure. you don't notice that that's what travel does to you, though, right? Like that, that's oh, you, you kind of see like just how different people are. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the thing when you're a traveler, you have that outsider's perspective, so you kind of see things and. Just as brass tacks, just the way it is, without all the messy contact, 
context. Ah, uh, you see, yeah, you see yeah. from the outside. Yeah. See. I don't know. I'm talking bullshit right now. It's fucking like sun's coming up. Anywhere you want to go, James? Like travel-wise? I've never actually really been outside this hemisphere, so <laughs> I'd pretty much definitely be open to, you know, traveling to either Europe or uh, Southeast Asia. Yeah. Jonathan done done it all. Yep. Yeah. Southeast Asia is cool. You think you do like Thailand, right? Uh, yeah, something? like I was saying, uh, like maybe a month or so back, a friend of mine, him and his girlfriend, went out there for like a month and for New Year, through New Year's, went to like Thailand, uh, Vietnam, and like all those places. Yeah. And they were saying how, you know, it's expensive to fly out there, but once you're out there, it's oh, yeah. like super cheap to get like a really good hotel and stuff. Totally. Three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> So that'd yeah. be interesting. That or even ju yeah, just going to Europe as well, and so love sure, to sure. like check out Italy. Yeah. Oh well, we're going in Rome. Oh, so. that brings up yeah, that brings up something. In November. Uh, November. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was gonna ask the time. And are you thinking only Italy, or were you gonna move around, or? I only I only have a week, man. So. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's literally like twenty second to the thirtieth, I think. Okay. So why Italy, eight. by the way? You just because uh, I don't know why. Like I wanted to do something different. Like I've been in Japan so many times now, yeah, yeah. and uh, like it being Rome, like like we just talked about, like the center of yeah. Western civilization. Yeah. Like I'm essentially a Westerner. I am a Westerner, and I've never been there, but I've been to the East so many times. Yeah. I, I I thought that I would see that side of things. Yeah, the Colosseum is what I I think is probably the thing I want to see most. Yeah, and I was I was thinking Egypt or something like that, but then you know you got ISIS and shit going on. Well, that fucking that other plane crash just recently. Yeah, fuck that man. It's like crazy I, man. Yeah. I, Egypt's just not the place to go to right now. No, sadly it's not. It's fucked up. There was that Russian airplane, and now that one. Yeah. Was it last week or something? Yeah, it's. They don't even know if they found it. Found a crash site yet, but it definitely went off no. radar. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, let's not speculate. Let's not." Wait, we all know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I, mean, we, I would put big money on the fact that that was intentional. Like. I mean, that's an ISIS hotspot, isn't it? It's fucking that whole region is just insane. And like I'm not religious, but I'd like to see the Vatican and all that shit. So yeah, Vatican's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, like that was the impetus, and and I found tickets for like 550 bucks. Yeah. Round trip from LA, oh, cool. so that was another thing. And I'm it's a, it's a week of uh, Thanksgiving, so I'm already paid that week. Oh, nice, nice. So Where that's gonna happen. Norwegian. Oh shit. Yeah, they had cheap, cheap uh, tickets. Um, kind of don't know what I'm gonna do there other than those things and maybe eat some pizza, but uh, <laughs> some gelato. Yeah, man. Um, 
definitely look for restaurants outside of the main tourist area because it was like just garbage like they knew tourists would just buy just eat whatever is there it was all shit it was really bad That's interesting. I went to France in 2009 or something, yeah and their restaurants are mostly good. oh yeah yeah no of course no no restaurants in italy are amazing it's just like in the tourist areas they don't even try they don't care like we found a good restaurant and the guy was telling us he was like yeah half these cafes don't even have kitchens really they just heat up shit <laughs> yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I think you told me that before. So wait, why'd you ask about like Italy only? Like, did you want to go around or? oh no no i was just curious because i just realized i didn't totally know what the plan was Uh, we have months till that happens, but uh, yeah yeah I I actually do have some, uh, like a Google Doc I made for myself oh yeah cool about uh, things to do, but it's not updated yet. Yeah, man. I had a internet like Facebook conversation with your brother too. Oh, yeah. He told me about that. How'd that go? Oh yeah, he was just asking some stuff about questions about graphics, making graphics and shit like that. Cool. Yeah, he's in He's the graphic design program at Georgia State. Yeah, he showed me a poster he did for some event. It was pretty legit. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's been showing us, showing me some stuff as well. He wants to go some places as well. Indeed. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah.
they've started to. Yeah, I mean, like, why why put out a mediocre console all the time when a phone basically does what they want to achieve? I don't know. Maybe. It's still getting, you know, that hardware out and getting, you know, that, um, you know, locked down. But it's like they've definitely done a lot better with their handhelds lately. Yeah, than the, well, that's uh, what I mean. Like, consoles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, w- it won't be long. I mean, or, or pretty much now. I mean, doesn't. I mean, phones pretty much have the same processing power as any of their mobile devices, right? Or... It's definitely similar. Like, you know, the biggest hurdle is still, like, actual, like, some type of controller support of, you know, since sure. emulating, like, buttons and D pad on a touchpad isn't the same yeah. as having an actual controller in hands. Like, there are, like, interesting things you can do with a phone, and they have some great games that you're able to just do by touch and stuff, but it's, like, whenever they, you know, try to port, like, old NES games or, you know, arcade games and stuff, and they just have that virtual, like, controller yeah. on it, it's it, not the same. It doesn't feel as good. Yeah. People, well, like, I... like you can talk a lot of shit about Nintendo, and the Wii U did suck ass, but, I mean, <laughs> as far as sales... But yeah. when the the Wii came out, like they were making shitloads of money, and the DS as well. Yeah. Like Nintendo, okay, the Wii U and the 3DS has have had like lowered sales in the previous shit, but like they made so much money, and I don't know, maybe the world's changed since the first Wii and DS came out, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I heard that the NX is actually going to be a system that is like a in between a, a portable and a home system. Yeah, that's like the big mm. rumor with it is that it could be you could like take it with you or part of it at, and use it as a portable system, and then like when you come home, hook it in, and then like play the rest of your stuff on the TV. It's like that Wii remote thing with the screen on it. Mm. Like that's what it is, but like that's the main thing that it is. Mm. So that so could... why not why not make a Nintendo phone that has like a like a game has a controller connection or something. I don't know. I think they want to kind of control more and they don't, I mean, if they made their own, I think making a phone, like you're talking about not even being like an app, an app thing. You're talking about making a full on phone, make a Nintendo phone. Why not? (laughs) Apple already has the market cornered. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. It's like adding something else into that environment. It's, they're gonna get eaten alive in um, that sense, sure. but this, yeah, it's definitely there. So they're right now got a couple of companies that are gonna be making, uh, like, was it Fire Emblem and um, uh, with uh, some other game like a type of phone game, ver- phone version for of those games and putting mm-hmm. them out there and seeing how they're gonna do, but it's like. People are like, just put out your, uh, make your own games for the phone based on there. Don't like try to, you know, do like little experiences or things like that because people yeah. aren't going to like right. it. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney would be just fine, or that Professor Layton. Yeah. That would be just fine on the phone, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, or- I mean, I, I heard my, my brother brought this up to Jordan. He said that like, that, like younger people might think that like consoles in general are like what old people do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Like, we have a phone, old man. Like, you're on a console with a CD. <laughs> you're using your hands? Yeah, yeah. Uh, back to the future. Like, yeah. at the same time, though, I think PS4 and shit's still popular, but... Yeah. Yeah. James, actually, I had a side question. What are the numbers between PC gamers and console gamers as far as the whole gaming market? Do you know this? For... Most of the stuff, console tends to be a, a lot bigger. Uh, like, if it's something that comes out on everything, uh, PC, PS4, uh, and Xbox, right now, PS4 is the highest, uh, since they just have a huge uh, console base. I think it's something like, I can quickly look up the numbers, but it's like 25 million to 10 is something like, so uh, that's how, like, it's... how many consoles of Xbox One versus PS4 right now. It's funny because PC gamers often think that they're the majority, but I... <laughs> well, according to what you've said, it seems like they're not. But yet, uh, there are, like, a lot more experiences and games that are, like, just specifically made for PC that come out. But, like, yeah, yeah, still... yeah. And, like, Steam uh, is... It's like Steam, Origin, and Battle.net are the three, you know, big, you know, services online that you can get games. And since, like, Battle.net is just Blizzard games, so it's the only way you can play, like, Overwatch that just came out is through their service on PC. They have Xbox and PS4 ones as well. But, like, so they have all their stuff locked down for World of Warcraft and everything. But Steam is still considered, like, one of the biggest. And, like, they still get like a ton of people on uh but it's like definitely certain numbers are uh a lot less uh, versus pc like call of duty always does super well on consoles especially mm -hmm. like last gen was xbox and now they're more focused on ps4 and and then pc is usually like second to those it really depends on like whatever games are coming out those are the ones that tend to be bigger, PC versus console. Yeah, like I would imagine Fallout and Skyrim, those games that you can mod really heavily are mm -hmm. big on PC, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Warcraft too, basically no, no, uh, mm -hmm. no console support because it's not really necessary. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, back to the E3 real quick. I don't. I have absolutely no expectations whatsoever. I'm just gonna go and have a good time, get some coverage, and I would. You know, my dream is that uh, From Software announces a new Tenchu game. I would. I want to play a fucking Ninja Emulator again. Other than that, nothing. Ninja, like a ninja. Uh, yeah. Emulator. Did you play Tenchu before? No. What system was that again? PS1 like... and 2. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that sounds familiar, but I can't quite... It was like a mostly realistic ninja game, and it had easier stealth action than Metal Gear did. And it was set in, like, medieval Japan and shit, and you used, like, poison rice balls and blow darts and katanas and shit. Mm. 
It was like right up my alley, man. I was yeah. so fucking into it. I feel like it's one of those I watched somebody play. Probably one yeah. of you guys. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. And the guys that have that make Dark Souls have that license, so. Yeah. I hear some birds, by the way. Oh, it's probably here. These fucking seagulls, man. They fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fucking loud as fuck. Close the window. <laughs> oh, man. What about you, James? Do you have any E3 predictions or anything? Uh, nothing so far. It's just been, like, interesting hearing about, like, all these studio, uh, game companies are, have been pulling out of E3, so it'll be interesting to see what it looks like. Why do they want to pull out of E3? It's, uh, the ESRB is, like, the main head that's like, runs E3, and a lot of them want to do their own private things. Like, EA's doing one, I think Activision is uh, doing their own stuff as well. They basically want to be in more control of all their stuff that goes on and showing it off. Okay. I know they did this like five, six years ago. Uh, everything was kind of like, uh, E3 was kind of like splintered around like different places in like Santa Monica and stuff. It wasn't really centralized at the convention center. Uh, but then uh, a year or two after that, they kind of brought it back. But yeah, just recently with you know Konami basically pulling out of the game making with you know. Basically, Metal Gear Solid being their last game. And Why would so, they do that, by the way? It's for I know for Konami, since they also are uh, part of, like a gambling company as well. They make pachinko machines and stuff like that. That that's their bigger money maker, and they realized you know AAA development with like Hideo Kojima and Metal Gear Solid Five just was a ton took a ton of money for them to make and like and. They didn't feel is worthwhile on their end, which you know really upset a lot of people because now they're just taking these old IPs, not giving them to other people to try at least do something with them. Said like, you can go and play a Silent Hill pachinko machine now instead of getting a good Silent <laughs> oh, Hill game, God. which is just yeah pisses so many people off. It's terrible. Yeah, I think I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, by the way, PT, anything happening with that? that know? Yeah, that was them completely shutting it down. Ugh. And, like, so many people were pissed. Like, the worst thing, too, was the fact that they pulled it from the PlayStation stores as well. Yeah. So, and, like, certain people, like, even if they had it downloaded, they would find it deleted off their Ugh. hard drives unless if they're, mm. uh, they weren't hooked up online. But, like, that would, would have been, like, one of the, yeah, fucking... It already was a fucking scary experience. And that was just a simple hall, yeah. hallway. Yeah. yeah, it was Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro working together on a Silent Hill game uh, with yeah. Norman Reedus from Walking Dead. It's like, that would have And the level of detail that they had, you knew you had something special with yeah. that. But they're like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> yes. I didn't know that Konami was leaving the gaming industry entirely. I thought that it well, was just they fucked over Kojima and that's it. They fucked up over Kojima and they pretty much only have Pez, uh, PES, their uh, soccer game, and that's pretty much it. Mm. So like people are basically saying that they're not really looking to make any more 
you know, big games. Like, granted, there could be something different, but like so far, that's always been kind of the news the past couple of months about that. That they were just shifting more focus onto, you know, their gambling stuff, and like I think they have like basically have gyms and stuff that they do. Hmm. All right. Yeah, honestly, that PT game, I don't think I would have been able to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still on my hard drive, goddammit. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. The demo. Oh, yeah. Damn. Keep that shit. Yeah, yeah, never giving it away. <laughs> Just use it to scare the shit out of people. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, use it with these headphones, too, the uh, PlayStation headphones, and it was, mm -hmm. it was a, quite a good experience. Yeah. It was scary as fuck, man. They need to just like a VR helmet. Uh, yeah. Headset. That'd be too much for some people. Yeah. yeah. I can hear Maddie right now saying, "Oh no." No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Lord no. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We need some sound bites of Maddie. That's what we need. Just Dude, he's and... <laughs> Yeah, that shit's hilarious, man. His commentary on Sexpedition 2, that shit was so good. <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, so that was episode 15 from Superhouse Podcast. Again, we had kind of a limited crew, and this has ended up kind of being a mini-episode because tomorrow is Memorial Day. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, we have new logos and stuff like that on the page, and we'll hopefully be back with uh, a full to at least near full crew uh, next week. And... Um, uh, follow us on Twitter at Twitter. The Twitter handle is Superhouse Pod, and then after that, all su all uh, social media is uh, at Superhouse Podcast. Uh, my personal website is ThunderwolfLives.com, and uh, I think that's it for me. Um, we do have that Japan video that we released. And uh, we had a metal video also that Stefan edited. Uh, it was top metal video games of all time, in our opinion, anyway. And then, other than that, I think that's, I think that's it. Oh yes, and uh, we're at uh, Patreon as well. If you want to throw us a few bones, um, so we're at Patreon.com/slash/SuperhousePodcast. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm Andrew from Los Angeles. This is James from Los Angeles. This is Johnson from Riga. And Stefan was here, and he was from Denver. So uh, anyway, thanks a lot, and check you later. Peace. See ya. listening to the Geekscape Network.